live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. Hello and welcome to Coil Coaching Thriving One Podcast. So good to be with you guys today. Uh, We've got a great topic for you. Uh, Before we get started, though, we just want to say happy holidays. It's December. Lots of birthdays. Lots this month for us. Lots of birthdays. Lots of uh, parties. Uh, So we just pray that you are having a phenomenal Christmas season. Uh, Listen to lots of Christmas music. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Enjoy. Listen to lots of Christmas music. Um, We want to just catch up on what's going on. yeah. So uh, why don't you go ahead and share, babe? What, yes. What's going on with um, Coaching Women? We, we just had um, our end of the year celebration for Coil Coaching Women. Mm. So um, lots to be thankful for in nine months. We have grown from zero to in nine months, having 390 something women representing 33 countries nation. So, so thankful. And obviously there's so many more statistics, but um, if you are interested, you know, and wanting that community, wherever you are, this is a global online community. Um, You can join us in our Facebook group. Just go find Coil Coaching Women. And then also, if you want more information, you can go to our website. There's lots, still lots of stuff happening this December. And obviously, like there's more coming for next year. So we would love to have you. Yeah, so good. Love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have, uh, we're we're taking um, new clients Mm -hmm. right now. So if you're interested in um, needing some coaching, Mm -hmm. consulting, um, counseling, uh, we're taking new clients. So reach out to us. You can find us at coilcoachinginfo.com or you can go to our website, coilcoaching.com and uh, reach out to us there. All of our information is there. Our uh, Kingdomize One program is uh, getting through just the middle portion mm-hmm. of it. We're really excited. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. I love seeing people's lives get transformed, informed, um, mm-hmm. and empowered to uh, be who they want to be, who we want to be. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be sharing more information as uh, the next session will happen mm-hmm. here this upcoming year, this next year. So, but it's going good. Excited yeah, about that. I'm excited too. Yeah, love it. Yeah. So today, mm-hmm. um, what are we talking about? We are, well, since it's the holiday season, you know, we just had Thanksgiving here in America and now we're going into the Christmas season, you know, and mm. um, what better way than to start and talk about hope? Come on. So I, as I was praying and thinking about like what this podcast would be, um, I was thinking about hope, uh, yeah. more specific, specifically hope, what hope in action looks like and how you can apply that to yourself and apply that to everyone around you. So, good. so, um, you know, so instead of resigning ourselves to our current situation, you know, we can dream and build mm. new possibilities. And that is what I call 
hope in action. So in this way, hope can be an energy source that's within each of us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a type of knowing beyond our five senses of touch, smell, sight, hearing, and taste, you know? So because when we hold hope in our hearts and minds, when we hold the vision or dream of something new, better and more life-giving, we are compelled to move forward, yeah. move towards it. So good. You know, so um, ultimately, mm-hmm. especially in this um, season, uh, Christmas season, and, you know, for the next season, next year, you know, we have a choice to either keep hope alive or to give in to doubt mm-hmm. and let hope fade away. Yeah. You know, because nothing really is a waste of time, you mm-hmm. know. Um, there's, there's not, not a waste of time. And especially if you look into your life and what, what was, what 2022 was and mm-hmm. what 2023 could look like yes. for you. What's possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I felt like, you know, like the hope is also connected to the word possibility. Yeah. You know, like with hope in action, you know, you can take ownership of, starting it out on your own yes you know and so and i was reading up on different kinds of stuff about hope and um Mm. i'm reminded i don't know i may be dating myself here but i don't know if you guys knew who christopher reeve is like he is one of the original superman yeah he's the original (laughs) he's the um so i i was as i was researching about him you know he christopher reeve said this once you choose hope anything is possible, you know? And um, if you don't know, Christopher Reeve was best known for his role as Superman, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, um, obviously when we look at our superheroes or characters that these actors play on screen, you know, like we're like, wow, like they can do anything, right? But um, Christopher Reeve um, had a spinal cord injury in 1995, you know? And um, he knew the power of hope. And hope helped him endure that injury. It was caused by a um, an injury caused by a competitive horseback riding incident mm-hmm. in 1995, and the accident left him paralyzed mm-hmm. from the neck down, and he was unable to breathe without a ventilator. Mm-hmm. But in spite of this traumatic, life changing event, he made a deliberate choice to be productive, which gave him hope. You know, and out of that, you know, he started the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation with the goal of finding a cure and advancing the quality of life for people living with spinal cord injuries. Mm, Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, like uh, I could only imagine like uh, the type of devastation, you know, after having that type of accident. Right, right. I'm not sure, like, you know, like maybe you guys can think about like what's, you know, what's the, um, some devastating challenges that you faced this year, this past three years, actually, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, to turn that hope into action, um, letting, allowing yourself to partner with what could have been and what happened, uh, what happened and what could have been. Yeah. And then partnering that with, what I call the hope that's living inside of you. Everybody has that, you know? And I felt like um, God can turn that hopeless situation into something magnificent and amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) So anyway, um, you know, um, 
aside from doing that, like I also found out, babe, that he he continued to nurture his creative side by directing a television movie after. Um, and then he also starred and directed in the movie remake playing event dependent quadrip quadriplegic. You know, so, so that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> Christopher Reeve chose hope and it made all the difference yes. in continuing to achieve greater things. You yeah. know, all of that to say that um devastating um things that could happen in our life, it doesn't make your story end that way. Right. Um so it's it's interesting the topic of hope. Yes. Uh is uh, I remember from a mentor uh he, this is one of his big topics mm. and uh oh, yeah. he defined hope as the joyful expectation of of something good. Yes. And what's tricky here is like with this story with Christopher Reeve right. you know he has a he had a difficult uh, situation that happened basically you know his personal freedom was all taken away right. where he could only move his head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you have something and then it doesn't, you don't have it anymore, that could be very right. uh, discouraging. Dis- yes. You can feel despondent, um, yes. you, your life destroyed. How do you move back into mm-hmm. a place of living or thriving, which is why we call our program what it is, mm-hmm. Thriving, One. Thriving One. How do you move back into a place of thriving? Because life is full of uncertainty, um uh, difficulties pain mm-hmm. right and so how do we do we live uh prisoners to that or exactly. or yeah. do yeah. Or, or do we move back into and learn mm-hmm. how to cultivate hope how do we set our joyful expectation of good mm-hmm. when when it's like man i doesn't seem like anything yeah. good is happening in yeah. my life yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's 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 one of the key things, you know, that's mm. why Matt and I do what we do, you know, and we usually talk about things with our clients, like, especially for me, one of the things that I um, invite the, my clients into this conversation is, uh, what can you do? And what will you do? Right? You know, or the difference between making a list of what are the areas in this particular mm-hmm. um, seemingly hopeless situation? Um, what can you do? Like what's in your control? Right. And then a list of what are things that it's not in your control? Right. You know, because sometimes most of the anxiety doesn't really come from things that we can't control because we know we can do something about it. You right. Know? Most of the anxiety and um, the, de- the, the, the depressive state that we put ourselves in mm. is on the list of what we cannot control. Oh. Um, and these are things like if it involves another person right. to make a decision and because we as human beings, we, we mm-hmm. like to, we like stability, you know, there's safety in stability and there's safety in something that we can control. So we stress out on the list on this side, you know, and so one of the practical ways that, um, I, I, I use this on my own too, but mostly my clients really get something out of it is when I have them tear that paper in half, you know, and keep, I have them keep the list that they can, that things that they can control, meaning that they can do something about it. And then the list that, okay, I wish I could control this, but I cannot because it involves another person's will or any situation. Mm -hmm. Then I have them take a look at that list and say goodbye to that list. Yeah. And say either, you know, they let go or either they tr- throw it in the trash <laughs> or they burn it, depending on how extreme they are. Right. And they're not allowed to pick that back up again. And now the anxiety leaves that situation. And now you can focus on what you can 
do. Right. It's like a reprioritization of Mm -hmm. what you can do. Yeah. Right. And like bring it into awareness so you can actually start making progress towards hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's to your future. Oh, that's good. Making progress towards hope. Like that could be a book title. Boom. (laughs) Which is, which is what we're talking about today. Like, you know, because hope is not just a feeling that you feel. It is something it's like love, you know, love in action. It, it starts out with something that, man, like I have this strong feelings, but it is really so key to put movement towards mm. love, towards hope. You know, what does that translate to? And it's not just like, you know, because sometimes I guess like, I don't know if you feel this way too, but I've felt this before, like, especially when you're an extreme person and you're like, Something has to, something grand has to happen, you know, a grand gesture of love, a grand gesture of hope. But sometimes the, the, the gestures of love and hope are really those daily little things that you do for yourself. Right. And for your spouse, for your children, for the people around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You said that hope is, is, isn't just a feeling, but it is Mm -hmm. like, to experience hope, there's actually something you have to do yeah. to yeah. cultivate it, right? Because mm-hmm. love, when we look in scripture, it says love is patient, love is kind. Mm-hmm. So to produce love, to cultivate love, there's an action you have to take. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would say that love is a difficult thing. Oh, yes. But when you do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. So kind, patient, yeah. honoring others, respecting yourself and others, mm-hmm. right? Then it'll produce that sense of love safety yes. and a centeredness a, a harmony a peace mm-hmm. uh, and then the same thing with hope yes how do we cultivate hope right right yeah so that's a good question leading into like some more practical ways you know like what does hope in action look like mm. you know because you we all can use hope to embrace our future yeah you know like looking at our future with a lens of hope is so helpful you know and by building this inner strength with practice it becomes innate innate like brushing mm-hmm. your teeth yeah. you know at first it's like maybe you're trying to learn how to drive a car you know i know it was awkward <clears throat> for me and time consuming to when i first <laughs> learned how to drive here in mm-hmm. the united states you know and now i i don't think about it like because i've practiced driving and i practiced that like I, I I go actually go drive. I don't think about like, okay, I need to open the car and look at my rear view mirror and all those things. Like it's just I just do it. Right. You know, so so here are a few ways, you know, that hopefully um that you could take away from and um where you could practice hope, you know, whether you're experiencing a hard time or whether you're actually now feeling a lot of hope and you're like looking for ways like how do I practically express this hope in action. So one of the ways um, that this is pretty simple. One of the ways is express your feelings. Mm. So during a setback or loss, it can be truly healing to express your feelings to a loved one. Or if you're not a, um, you know, (laughs) a verbal processor, you can write them down in a journal. Right. Because by doing this, you know, this helps release the negative emotions or the red light emotions that are causing you to feel less hopeful. Because when you feel those emotions arise, you know, uh, this is what Matt and I actually like encourage our clients. Try not to judge them. 
you know, especially when you're, <clears throat> when you're, you're, we call it the red light emotions, the negative emotions arise, try not to judge them, rather shift your attention to the future, right? Um, Shift your attention also to now, like, you know, asking <clears throat> like, why am I feeling this way, you know, and walking yourself through that process. And therefore, you can also shift your attention to the future, like yeah. what I like to do, can I plan a trip? I like to doing that, you know, and Matt, sometimes, I don't know, he can probably share what, what he does, you know, although it may not be easy to do this right away, each time you think about, about what's possible, you will feel a rise in hope. Right. Yeah, I think that's so key. Uh, you know, it's funny how we're not, as a society, we're not in tune to our emotions, or we don't understand how to translate right. what our emotions are telling us and then how to meet them where they're at mm -hmm. but it's kind of like and when you're in a hopeless situation yes those emotions keep you trapped there wow. in that reminding you of the mm -hmm. discouraging situation until you give attention to mm -hmm. them exactly. and actually be with them Yep. Uh, and not be with them to stay with them because they're going to be there anyways. But until you <laughs> acknowledge and validate, right? Because that's a form of love. Yes. Love is yeah. is this this essence um, of reaching out and being kind. Yeah. To how you're feeling, what you're mm -hmm. feeling, because it's 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 always difficult when 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 you're expressing how you feel to someone, and, right. and even in our relationship, yeah. when <laughs> we're frustrated or something mm -hmm. like that, if we're not being in tune to recognizing how right. to be with each other, to acknowledge mm -hmm. and validate what we're feeling, it becomes yeah. even more frustrating. Oh, absolutely. And it kind of gets all mm -hmm. built up. So the acknowledgement and the validation right. of what you're experiencing and going through to yourself in a journal, mm -hmm. to a coach or counselor, those are key okay. elements to letting yourself move on. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, like even in the Christian world, our culture, like it really is important to have a mentor, you know, mm. have some, or not just a mentor. Um, they're pretty obvious, you know, like mentor, but also like have a peer, peer, you know, like, or someone that you can um, trust, trust your hope with, right? you know? Because um, I think like when you mentioned hopeless, sometimes it's not just like, I'm hopeless, you know, mm. where, where hope is less. Right. When I, when I, when I heard you say that, like hope, less you know like sometimes it's not like a hopeless hopeless situation that you can't do anything about sometimes it's just like a hope you're deficient that, yeah the hope the, there's less hope you know right. so so yeah so um practicing those expressing your feelings whether through a friend or through your journal um it's really key for your self-care like you're taking right. care of yourself and you're acknowledging the things that you're like, hey, you know, I'm really hope I feel hopeless about the situation. And sometimes we have blind spots. And that's why having a mentor, having a coach, mm. you know, Matt and I do that for our clients, for our students. Right. We're we're just here to give you a different perspective and maybe something like, Oh, have you thought about this? You know, oh, have you looked at it this way? Right. So so it's key, you know, and not just doing it on your own. You know, sometimes it's great to have between you and the Lord, but there's also like this great strength and in community, whether that community is one person, <laughs> all it takes is another person that could speak into your life and listen. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. And the next one, this is one of my favorites is look 
for hope in unexpected places. Mm. So this is how I would describe it. You know, did you ever catch a glimmer of hope from somewhere unexpected? That's a great question. Perhaps you were sitting in a park with your dog and you saw two people laughing and then embracing. And then suddenly your singlehood felt a little brighter, you know, and take a good look around you. Hope is in our playgrounds, you know, like when we take our daughters to our daughter, we have one daughter <laughs> in our play in our playgrounds, you know, and they're at the coffee shops. I know, you know, Matt goes to coffee shops once a week and stuff. And sometimes in, in, they're in the books that we read in our friend's voice, in our mother's caring word, mm. create a challenge today to look for hope in your daily routine. Yeah. And I bet you that you'll notice your spirits lifting up. So this is what we were talking about, like not just like the grand gesture of hope, but the daily stuff, yes. you know, the unexpected places, maybe going outside and looking at something, you know, looking at looking around, you know, sometimes like it's good to sit down and look outside and see like, oh, maybe you can find hope in action somewhere. It's like finding beauty, right? Yes, exactly. So if I'm hopeless, mm -hmm. it's hard for me to see beauty because I'm so consumed with discouragement of a right. of a hopeless situation or experience mm -hmm. where it's like you're being with your emotions, yeah. you're supporting them, yeah. and then you're shifting the story. Yes, right? I like that. Because you're that's what's going on within us mm -hmm. is all experiences are summed up in stories that are within yeah. our head. So right. I have a hopeless situation or mm -hmm. I'm in a situation that hasn't changed, be it your health, be it relationship, be it, be it uh, financial, be it job, etc. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, oh, will this ever change? Mm -hmm. um, now, yep. that constant story turning yes. around and around keeps yeah. you stuck. And that's kind of one of the biggest things that we deal with uh, mm -hmm. in working with and so supporting clients is yes. they have this experience of feeling stuck. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need someone with, with a skill set to help you move out of that stuckness, right? right? And so yes. how do we get out of that story? And what mm -hmm. Lindsay was just talking there is just, mm -hmm. it's great. It's like shift the story and start observing. And there, oh. there's a, there's a yes. saying, what I focus on, I become. And so it's so key that, that we be with ourselves in the pain and then we yes. shift into support Ooh. and care and look into basically, you know, this, it's interesting when you look up or when you're in nature, mm -hmm. there's a creativity that gets sparked oh. within you internally. Yes. And what that do is helps you see the future. Because mm -hmm. when I have hope, when I, have, I the reason I can have a joyful expectation is because my story looks oh. beyond where I'm at in the now mm -hmm. and looks into the future, that yeah. there is a future. Yep. And even with uh, with uh, Mr. Reeves, that mm -hmm. that he had a situation, he's stuck in it. He, mm -hmm. he can't do anything except for move his head. Right. Right. So. But how did he shift into a place of doing great things that he did? Right. Well, he shifted into a story Ooh. like what you said. What yes. can I do? Yes. And looking for the joy that mm -hmm. is there. Because if you can see, that's a, that is amazing. If you can hear, that's amazing. Just, exactly. I would just imagine if, if not just my mobility was taken away, but my mm -hmm. sight or my hearing or my taste right. or something right. was taken away, yeah. there's things I can find. And I choose to focus on those things I can control. Yes. So that I can yes. continue to experience the the wealth that is at mm -hmm. my fingertips, yeah, or at my tongue oh, tip, tongue tip. If I'm yes. facing something good, 
<laughs> that's that's amazing you know mm-hmm. like like the shift i think the word shift was key mm-hmm. in there like you know from acknowledging and validating to now like what can i do to shift from here to there mm-hmm. uh, that that's that's the 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 movement from hope in action that's yeah. really good oh Okay, the third one, um, another practical thing that you can do, something simple, is practice gratitude. Yes. <laughs> I know, you know, saying this, uh, it's, it, I know it's cliche, you know, as cl- cliche as practical, practicing gratitude may sound, right. it can really make you more hopeful. Yes. You know, thinking about it does. It, it does, mm-hmm. you know, like in that list again, you know, like what you can control and what you can't control. You know, now you have an opportunity, you can think about, all that you are grateful for, you know, when you think about that, it puts things in a new perspective. Yes. Like what Matt was saying earlier, the shift, you know, which naturally makes you more hopeful. So you can practice gratitude by, and and I, I do this once in a while with myself and with the girls that I mentor. I tell them you can practice gratitude by writing down daily three to five things you are grateful for in a journal. Right. You know, and alternatively, you can also think grateful thoughts before you start or end your day. I do that with Madison. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful to see her shift from no matter what her day is. Because I don't know if you've you've had this conversation with her because um, (laughs) like, he, she could start her day really great, you know, like Matt would take the best ice cream ever. and do this, you know, and everything's about her. And one little thing at the end of the day, if she doesn't get her way, she ends up like, even though she's I can't had, have one more Oreo yes, cookie. So, so instead, of, like, you know, like Matt's done this, I did this, you know, and like, right. it's like, this is the best day ever. And then one thing at night that she doesn't get, she'll be like, this is the worst day ever, you know? I mean, she's six. Um, She's going to be seven soon. She'll be seven. Yes, yeah. So this week. week. Yeah, this week. So, gosh. But so now we've, I practiced that with her, you know, in ending the day with hope. And she ends up praying, thanking Jesus, thanking me, thanking Matt, thanking everybody for the great day that she had. Yes. You know, and so it gives her hope. And I always say this throughout night, like sweet dreams. I'll see you tomorrow. And she'll and the voice that I know that she's ending her day with hope, even if not everything worked out, she'd be like, Thank you, mommy. I love you. Sweet dreams too. I'll see you tomorrow. Ah, so good. You know, it's not something like grand gesture, but it is just practicing those gratitude, you know. So you could either write down three to five things you are grateful for in a journal. Or you can start or end your day with something that went the highlight of your day yeah. to encourage you. So yeah, no, that's so good. That's one of the, the great, one of the most important things I I teach my mm-hmm. clients uh, is just what I call, you know, how are you a hero that day, or how are you, you know, how was your day uh, great? Um, how is it good? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. They they say the way you go to sleep is the way that you wake up. Ah, uh, yeah. Right, and so focusing in on the celebration, I I know this is one of the ways I do it. A celebrating what went well that day, what you were mm-hmm. grateful for, and not even that. When I start to see, feel like I'm getting into the funk of right. hopelessness or overwhelmed or discouragement, I mm-hmm. I acknowledge and validate what I'm feeling, and then I move into supporting myself. Uh, which simply means to me, as Matt, you're doing great. 
Um, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And and then looking into the mm. future and man, I'm so grateful for X, Y, and Z. Nice. Uh, I remember before I got my, my dream car yeah. um, several yeah. years ago for my 40th birthday from my lovely wife. Um, uh, we uh, at one point only had one car. Oh, remember yes. that for like eight years, we had one car that we shared when we yes. came off the mission field yeah. and we're getting established and everything. Um, and I just, I, I really desired this lofty dream, this mm. a car that was way outside of our affordability at right. that time. And I would just thank God for this car that we had, the car that I barely fit in. I'm six, five, right? <laughs> yeah. Like a seat had to go all the way down and had to be leaned back for me to fit in it. Uh, we have, we have an extreme height difference in cars. Yes. She goes the seat all the way up, all the way forward. Mm. And um, I remember talking to a friend and we were just chatting about it. Uh, and I'm like, Oh man, yeah, I would love to have this car, but I'm grateful for the one I have now. And I just remember him saying it was impactful. He's like, that's such a great mindset. Mm. Um, and it's so key to yeah. attracting, uh, it's our, our faithing into yes, that space yes. because we're called yes. to live in peace. We're called yes. to live in hope, but sometimes it takes the work of us moving forward and practically doing something. And, you know, we're really fighting so for great. being present now and being mm. present with God. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're present with God, you experience Peace. Yes. And peace is one of those signs of moving into hope because mm-hmm. that's where, that's where God is. He's yeah. in that reality of He's providing for us. Mm-hmm. He's there for us. He's with us. But yeah. can we be aware? And gratitude moves us into awareness that's right. of His provision of what you have already, mm-hmm. which is key, uh, and what He will have in the next time. You don't know what you need tomorrow, but right. He does. And he's going to meet that need. Yes. So us partnering with that. And in scripture, I think it's, is it mm-hmm. Psalms 100 verse four? I believe it's somewhere in there. Yes. It says, um, uh, enter his presence with yes. thanksgiving mm-hmm. and into his courts with praise. So he's teaching us in that to focus into the place of peace, mm. which is gratitude. Yes. Anyways, I, I, oh, I, I keep talking oh, about it. I love that. That's awesome. We, we love that, you know, and obviously there's so many more things that you can practically do, but, um, I mean, go to this one because I know he likes this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is like one of the ways, you know, um, one of the ways that you can practice hope in action is that if you are an outdoors person, creative, you know, yeah. going outside to look at nature. We briefly talked about that earlier. Going outside to look at nature is one of the ways that you can practice hope in action. Because, you know, have you ever looked at a sunrise, sunset, and you just felt a rise of hope. I do. Mm-hmm. Like when we went to Hawaii this summer, I was just looking at the sunrise, more like sunset. Sunsets, sunset. Yeah. So beautiful. And it almost like took away like all of the stress and all of the worries and cares of mm-hmm. that week, that month. And I was like, wow, nature really has a way of doing that for us. Yeah. You know, we see that no matter what, no, we, no matter what, because no matter what, the sun and the moon will always appear. Right. Right. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's like they're, they're constant, yeah. you know, and the birds sing, grass grows and the seasons change, you know, so we can also rely on a new day to bring us a fresh start. Yeah. Like there's always, it's a new day the next day, you know, a chance to make a change and get it right. And sometimes say what needs to be said mm. and what better way to practice hope than to marvel at nature's beauty yeah 
I, it's interesting, <laughs> uh, nature, just being outside, mm-hmm. seeing long distance actually oh, psychologically yes. does things yes. within you. If you're inside all the time, um, if you're in front of a computer all the time, if you're, you know, if, when you're, when you're worried about something, you kind of enclose, but when you're outside, right. you can take in, uh, that you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like this, this hope, the beauty around you, like she said, mm-hmm. sunsets, sunsets. It, it moves you into this place mm-hmm. of gratitude. It's like, God is like positioning us mm-hmm. to be successful in, in every way. <laughs> right. He knows exactly right. what we need. Right. We just need to participate that with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I know um, for me, most every morning I go on a walk, outside it's one of the ways that i reset it's one of the ways that i hold love for myself and mm-hmm. say hey i need this um it's a way that i exercise um and there's all these elements that help cultivate the internal world right and the physical world yeah. to move our 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 chemical side of us our physical being yeah. um our psychological side into a place of partnering with god's peace and his mm-hmm. reality yeah. um little things but they're actually so key and so helpful yeah that's amazing i love all what we've we've there's so many so so now you're gonna be like oh okay there's many now now your wheels hopefully or your head is thinking like oh gosh there are so many ways that we can put hope in action you know starting with ourselves and then starting with the people around us and even looking outside like what matt said the longevity like you can see hope you know you can see looking looking into the future yeah so so there, the, we, the, it brings us to the next one. And this is one of the things that I love doing um, um, is doing random acts of kindness. Yes. So why is this important? Because kindness now gives hope to others. Mm. For example, paying for someone behind you at a dri- drive-thru can start your day in a hopeful manner. I don't know about you, but I have been both the giver and the receiver at the same time. Like I've, I've paid for somebody's meal behind me and somebody's paid for my meal in front of me. And man, I feel so good after, you know? And so I just want to conquer the world in, yes. in a good way, like bring, bring world peace or something, you know, you feel good. And so does the person behind you receiving your kind gesture. So basically any, act of kindness it doesn't have to be like monetary it can just be a smile it can be a compliment any act of kindness will give a rise in hope for the receiver and a giver why is this because it helps reinstill our faith in the goodness yes of each other one another yeah like there's so many information out there and there's good in the world yes Yeah. yeah that there is like depending like what matt said the shift on your focus can help you realize and recognize right. that there is good and there is hope around us. So, so yeah. true. I was just saying that I like, um, and I'll probably, ch- I'll shift it here, but mm-hmm. uh, when you, the saying that I think about is when you give people love, they can mm-hmm. do lovely things. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they will, but that. there's a shift that you bring uh, into a situation mm-hmm. where someone doesn't deserve something mm-hmm. and you give it to them. There's yeah. a shift out of the the red light state, be it red yes. light thoughts, red light emotions. Mm-hmm. And we can now experience, we can taste. I like yeah. what Psalm said, David says, taste, taste and see that the Lord is good. Like <laughs> we give a taste. We are, mm-hmm. we are, we shine a piece of who God is mm-hmm. and specific, more specifically love and hope. Like yeah. we, we bring that. Yes. And I know 
it, it's I, I keep talking about the psychological side, but, but even even yeah. when when yeah. I do something good for somebody, mm -hmm. it, it makes me feel mm -hmm. good because yeah. there's something that I've done outside of me. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting outside of the story of discouragement, yeah. and now I'm with somebody yeah. and giving them support, giving them help. And it actually mm -hmm. shifts me out of the story that I'm stuck in. Cause that's oh, the issue. That's stuck in a story. story, stuck. What can I do? There's nothing mm -hmm. I can do about it. That's mm -hmm. right. There's certain things you can't do anything, but there's so much mm -hmm. I can do. That's right. Mm -hmm. I love that. What I can do, what you can control. Right. Ooh. Wow. Well, the last one, um, and this is also important. I saved this for last is one of the hope in action that you can do is take some time for self-care. Mm -hmm. So I know that we've, 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 we've given you some other options where you can reach out to other people, do something for others. But hope in action is also taking some time for self-care, you know, because taking care of ourselves can be a challenge sometimes, yeah. you know, especially, but especially during hard times, you know, when, if you've lost a job, you know, a job loss or are you getting fired? Whatever, however mm -hmm. that plays out, it can shake our confidence, your yeah. confidence. You know, we can blame ourselves for a mistake that we made that caused something unfortunate to happen. And this is when we most need to practice self-care. Because yeah. some ways to do this um, are to notice your, what I would call um, negative self-talk. Right. Um, there is some sort of, it's it's kind of like a tricky situation because you need to acknowledge, obviously, how you feel. Like the number one thing we talked about earlier is express your feelings. But uh, but negative self-talk can be so damaging yes. to your self-confidence that you already have less self-confidence because of the situation. Right. Especially I'm talking to you people who um, are so hard on yourselves. Like you are your own worst critic. So I'm mm. talking especially to you, you know, um, and when you notice that, you know, you can work to change it, believe in yourself and your capabilities and, and engage in self care by meditating, meditating on the word, you mm. know, um, um, reading, reading a book that you like, you know, taking a vacation. That's my favorite. And then you can get a massage, getting a massage, going for a walk, going for a walk, taking a long hot bath. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> exercising. Yeah. And eating better. Yeah. And then finally, there's one thing too that I like to do, and I like to do this with my clients is visualize, visualize, visual, visualize. That's what you should vis do. Visualize. I like visualize it. Visualize the life. Oh yeah, that could be visualize. Visualize the life. life yes. You want and commit to it. To commit to making it happen, which mm -hmm. can increase increase. Right, because it's you're going into the state of dreaming, mm -hmm. so yeah. joyful expectation of good. So you're expecting something good instead yeah. of staying in the cycle of expecting the negative thing. Mm -hmm. We're well, going to keep getting that. Yeah. So having this forward thinking, and you know, as mm -hmm. Lindsay's talking about self care, I know if that's that could be a, like a, a dirty word for a lot of Christians, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and it could sound selfish, but it's right. more about. I like to use the word personal care or what yes. I call holding love for yourself. That's good. You that's know, if, if we're supposed to love others as we love ourselves, then mm -hmm. how am I actually then allowing myself to hold God's love long mm -hmm. enough right. to have something of quality to give away? Yep. That's really good. Really good. Mm. Oh, wow. So, you know, we've we've given you so many practical yes. things now, like yes. trying to recap everything. So number one, learn to express your feelings. Mm -hmm. 
Number two, look for hope in unexpected places. Number three, practice gratitude. And then number four, go outside to look at nature. Number five, do a random act of kindness. Number six, take some time for personal care. Personal care. Yes. Holding love. love. Mm. So you can love others as you love yourself. So good. Right? So good. And so, you know, by we're going to end with this. Now, by making a choice to hope, you put yourself in control of how you respond to your circumstances and how you'll handle what comes next. Although it's not so easy when going through a bad situation to maintain a hopeful disposition, um, always know that you can always draw upon hope to see things in a new way. Yeah. So our encouragement to you is choose a practice from above. I'm not even saying all six, you know, but if you're like, I want to do all six, you have permission to do that. But, you know, maybe choose one or two from above, Mm. you know, and let us know how you did by leaving a comment because we would love to hear from you and how it's working for you, especially during this time of Christmas holiday. Yes. May you be hope filled. Yes. And a hope practicer. Mm -hmm. And we just thank you guys so much for listening and being with us today. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. It is our passion to be able to equip people to be who they're called to be, to experience the fulfillment and the love. So we bless you guys and may you have a phenomenal week. And until next time, we love you. See you then.